0: Black Friday show here with you today on the Sunday card. Dan Zampano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver, here in the building to celebrate turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and football. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Matt, it's a very special week this week, obviously, with the the holiday festivities. Um, What is your Thanksgiving move this year? Obviously, I kind of told you off the air, I'm traveling like a nutcase and the busiest travel day of the year. They said 30 million people are going to travel this week. What is your move? What is your food? Like what do you do on Thanksgiving?
1: Luckily, I'm only traveling about 30 minutes uh to the girlfriend's parents house this year. We kind of <laughs> alternate houses we go to for that and uh other than that same pretty local got a little friendsgiving at our house on Saturday, so we're hosting mm. that. Don't got to go too far. And uh yeah, no not doing nearly the craziness that you're going through this week.
0: You get Friendsgiving on Saturday with all the college football, by the way, Michigan, Ohio State, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. Yes. Uh, plus Friday. It's like, so Thursday is going to be all day. And then Friday is the leftovers. Black Friday, eating that that big turkey mashed potatoes stuffing sandwich uh, and watching the Jets and, and the Dolphins. Of course, Lewis is on sabbatical again. Uh, we wish him the best and wish him a happy Thanksgiving. So we'll get into all four of these games, Matt. And. I got to be honest, these are some big ones, big spreads for Thanksgiving as usual because I feel like every year the Lions are playing, and when the Lions are typically like horrible, they're always a big underdog. But this year is very, very different. For the first time since 2017, they are favorites against the Packers for the second time this season, Detroit and Green Bay, plus other big spreads, Washington-Dallas, San Francisco-Seattle and the Jets in Miami all over seven points. What do you think when you first see that?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously the first Black Friday game, but and we brand new to three games on football uh recent history, and this would be the first time that all three of those games on Turkey Day would be above, would close at seven points or higher if San Francisco does end up creeping over that seven mark. But just kind of the way – when you draw these games up early on and this, you know, not a flex thing, especially, you know, Dallas and Detroit's locked in and you're not going to change the night game. It's kind of the way, like <laughs> kind of the way it is. You know, we, we got a little unfortunate maybe with the, how these teams have panned out. But uh, again, I think I think all these games end up being a lot closer and more interesting. And if not, it's when you just take the nap on the couch.
0: I, yeah, It's very true. Um, we're going to break through every game and do it quickly. This would be a much shorter show than normal. So we'll have picks for you on these. And then of course we'll post them on Twitter. Let's start on Thanksgiving day, 12 PM in Detroit. Go ahead.
1: I have some trends, some, tre- some yes, overall please. Thanksgiving trends that I would like to get. I would yes. into that. Uh, so some just on Thanksgiving day, touchdown favorites, um, touchdown favorites are higher are 21 and two straight up. 17 and 6 against the spread since 2006. Favorites of over 10 points, which would mm. be the Cowboys this week, uh are 11 and 0 over the past 30 years. Favorites of wow. 10 or higher on Turkey Day, uh favorites of 7 or more on the road are 9 and 0 straight up, 8 and 1 against the spread. Uh the one loss against the spread was the Bills last year. And then road favorites uh of any spread at all Twenty-four and one straight up, nineteen and six against the spread t- since two thousand six. Those are all from Evan Abrams at the Action Network.
0: So the favorites typically are the way to go, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, and it kind of falls a little bit true with what we see just with Thursday night football in general. Is the favorites have a better record on those short week games? It's usually the home team. Uh, like I said, I mean, two two out of those three games on Thanksgiving is going to be the home favorite, with San Francisco being the one low, uh, road favorite, but. You know, usually they're the better team, a shorter week, um, less time to prepare, favors just a better overall football team, I think.
0: I love it. I love it. So let's get to these games. Detroit is at home. They are a seven and a half point favorite against the Green Bay Packers. Like we mentioned, it's the first time since 2017 that Detroit has been favored twice against the Packers. And we know they played on Thursday night football uh, about a month and a half ago in lambo and they dominated that game over under is 47 so we're opening you up to over unders as well matt teach me the ways because this is a very weird spot having detroit be such a big favorite in this game
1: yeah and i you know, obviously the seven and a half just get, getting the hook off of the key number of seven kind of makes me initially lean packers but again looking back to what the packers did last week uh, they they got very very lucky against the Chargers team that was just not ready to play at all. Uh, yeah, I think that they were they were fortunate to be in that game. Detroit obviously very lucky in their own right coming down from twelve points down with what like two two and a half minutes to play, three minutes to play mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so they they did pretty well, obviously in a, in a comeback. But I think. Detroit's offense indoors is going to be too much for this Packers team. I I think that their offense is is one of the best in football. The Bears did play some pretty good defense. Goff had a ton of turnovers. So you'd be relying on Goff to have two bad games at home, indoors on his fast track. Um, I just, I'm going to go away from that here, especially with that favorites trend backing up Detroit. Uh, And all the money and the tickets right now are on Detroit. 60% of the tickets, 74% of the money. Mm -hmm. So it does feel a little... Chalky, but that's again. The trends tell us be a little chalky on Thanksgiving Day. Let's not get crazy. Let's root for the Lions in that first early game, minus seven and a half.
0: I think you're spot on, and, and I think we approach this in the same way that we approach Thursday night football, right? I mean, we don't really talk a lot about Thursday night football on this podcast because mm-hmm. we don't get a chance to to pick that game. But typically on Thursday night, you're going to have a much quicker turnaround, Packers. Coming to Detroit, obviously it's not that far of a travel for them, but still coming on the road against Detroit, against we've t- talked about the golf home road splits. We've talked about the golf indoor game splits, uh, indoor versus outdoor. Uh, and and just Green Bay really has been dominated by the, by the Lions this year and last year uh, when they won two. So I think this is a good matchup, the huge coaching advantage here. I think the Lions – coming off of a game in which they played poorly against the Bears for basically three and a half quarters and then snuck out a victory, I don't think they're going to rest on their laurels. And this is a big game in terms of seeding because they know Philadelphia's got a tough schedule the rest of the way, and Detroit has a chance. If Detroit can get that one seed, that would go miles for them into maybe thinking that, yeah, maybe we can get on a Super Bowl run. I just don't think Green Bay has the horses and I think Jordan Love is consistently overthrowing people left and right and and obviously benefited from a bad Chargers defense in the in the fourth quarter there last week. So I like the Lions 2-7. Have I also kind of like the under 47, uh but my official pick will be the Lions.
1: See, I was kind of I was kind of leaning over in that one too. I think the Lions are going to put up about 30 themselves. And I think that Love has had a little bit more success in recent weeks, throwing to throwing to Dobbs, throwing a Watson. So I think they might be able to move the ball through the air. Uh, we know that the run that run defense is stout and they're down Aaron Jones now uh, yeah. again with another injury for this season. So uh not to mention like you said seeding for that, but seeding for uh, against the Vikings, who have been red hot. So you know they got to keep their distance away from Minnesota. Just for the division, obviously they uh, they took the L to the Broncos last week, but uh, which was big for them. But uh, still got to still got to win the division there.
0: No question about it. Let's go to Dallas, um, Washington, and the Cowboys. Commanders are eleven point dogs, Matt. I know that this screams dog here, right? I mean, there's just so many points. But the favorites trends on Thanksgiving are are does that give you any pause taking the Cowboys?
1: Well, I saved just like you will on Thanksgiving. Maybe maybe you tuck a leg away for later, like you don't want anybody to touch <laughs> it. I did save a trend for for this game oh, good. because there are some very specific Cowboys Thanksgiving Day trends uh, that I was also given, which will be back to screaming dog again. Um, the Cowboys over the last thirty six years on Thanksgiving day are 11 and 25 against the spread. They are one and 11 against the spread in their last 12 games on Thanksgiving day. And Dak Prescott himself, obviously one and 11 over that time. Dak is one and five against the spread, the worst record of any quarterback on Thanksgiving day since 1990. So as much as all those early ones were screaming favorites, it's all the favorites except for the Cowboys. You remember last year? Remember the Giants last year? I was just going to say, I can't do it again. (laughs) The back door for the cover, the over on like the most meaningless. The Cowboys just laid down. They were up 14, I think. Let them drive down the field. I want to say it was either 7.5 or 8 for the Giants. Meaningless, meaningless drive. 30 seconds. They just walk into the end zone, get the over. Get the uh, cover the spread for the Giants, so uh, we got to make money again bending against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day because the public team, America's team, everybody you know, you know, is looks forward to them again more so than Detroit in recent history. Watching them on Thanksgiving Day, it, you, you almost bake in like a couple of points of value because they just know so many people are going to bet the Cowboys on Thanksgiving because they don't actually read these trends in their brain. They go, "The Cowboys on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys always dominating on Thanksgiving because they might win, but they don't cover the spread."
0: Mmm, I'm sitting in U.S. Bank Stadium last year, about to go talk to Judon. I'm in the I'm with Vikings Pats. I'm at the game, and I see Danny Dimes just meaningless cover, just made me want to throw my phone on the field. Uh yeah. No, I think I think you're probably onto it, especially the fact that Washington just lost to the Giants, uh, and 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 Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito. I guess we can call him Tommy now since he won a game. Uh, but Washington's defense has really taken a, a bad step backwards, especially since this trade, uh, these two trades that they made, um, right now. I mean, if I was going to, I haven't in my power ratings, I haven't released my power ratings yet. Um, but I, I've looked at it and I'm like, man, like, how am I supposed to take this? I have the Cowboys like big, like big, big. And as I have the Cowboys just overall, and especially at home are, just better than most other teams at home against bad teams, right? I mean, they usually blow those teams out. However, this being a divisional team, I can see Sam Howell maybe orchestrating a little bit here. So I'm super reluctant, and it pains me in my stomach, but if it pains me in my stomach, that means I've got to do it. I'll need acid reflux washington plus 11 i do like washington here uh, and and really no reason for it either it's just the spot
1: we are we are following the trends again mean like we said we're i mean we're recording this tuesday night it's early in the week we don't even have you know barely any practice reports out or anything and mm. can't find a lot of these nuggets that start coming out from these prof- you know these guys who start putting out all the trends and everything throughout the week but we got follow what we have and we're following the money as well on this one uh dallas 54 percent of the tickets Washington, 66% of the money. So we love nice. to see that split over that 50% when it is majority tickets on one side and majority of the money on the other. It's, you know, like Detroit was a little bit majority on both sides, more money on them still, but we love to see that split over the 50% mark.
0: And this has been a game in which this number has gone up, right? I mean, yes, this, it, I think, opened at nine or 10.
1: It, I mean, I don't know what it opened like this week, but the early season, what, what Action Network has to post that is as far as like, Originally posted was six. Oh, so I mean, we got a ton of ton of value. The, the They also said the, the total open at 44 and a half, it's up to 48 and a half now, which might wow. also tell me some money on the under. And we also like taking divisional game unders here. Um, tough to bet an under with that Washington defense. I agree. Right. Uh, th- this probably would lead more to a shootout with Sam Howell keeping him in with his arm, but um, interesting. A lot of line move there.
0: If you're down, you know, 38 20. You're still good for the backdoor cover there. I mean, it's it's a pretty scary situation there with Dallas and Washington. You mentioned a stat about the road favorite of, of I think seven or more, whatever the stat was that you mentioned. Nine and uh, oh. That's the <laughs> nine and oh. I mean, that's right up the alley with San Francisco and Seattle. San Francisco, a seven-point favorite on the road in Seattle. Over-under is 43 here. I mean, you know, San Francisco just turned the screws loose on Tampa last week. They really did. And Seattle just dumbfoundedly losing a game against the Rams. I'm going to find it really, really, really difficult not to take the 49ers here in a dominant at night because I think, like we talked about last week, the team that we thought would miss the playoffs, that was a huge loss for Seattle because they get, San Francisco twice, Philadelphia, at Dallas, at Pittsburgh. They have a brutal schedule, and I don't know, man. They might run out of gas early in this one.
1: Yeah, and again, we've changed our tune on them, especially from early season when uh, it was like, mm-hmm. all right, they're going to get things right, and then they got a couple, I think, cupcake wins in there, and we we, we kind of were able to see through it, and they've been on a downturn. Their defense over the past few weeks has been bottom 10 overall DBOA, uh, running and passing the ball, and uh, obviously, I mean, they found a way to lose that last game. You know who helped find a way to lose the last game for the Seahawks? Mr. Drew Lock himself. They got a little ah! Drew Lock in there for like two drives. And Gino was in the blue tent getting checked out. And that was literally Rams got a quick stop, went downfield, got one of their touchdowns, and it was like the momentum changed at that point on. So uh and, and not to be Seattle's has no been bad, and San Francisco now with these pieces that they've added, like to go along with all of the dogs and the horses that they already had. Um, like I so said, they added Gregory a few, a few, like basically a month ago now from the Broncos. They add Chase. Um, so uh Chase Young. So I, I think that they're ready to go. What's your what's your play in this game?
0: Yeah, I like the Niners. Uh I'm I'm right there with you. And I think the health of the Niners is vitally important for them. <laughs> Seattle looks old and slow, uh, either old and slow on defense or young and inexperienced. Grab, grab, grab from Witherspoon, grab from Wollen. How many penalties? What do they have? Like 15 penalties in the game against the Rams last week. I mean, just not very disciplined. And this team is a lot worse than their record indicates. I mean, that you, you look at some of the uh, the stat lines for this defense, especially. I mean, Seattle just just hasn't been there, especially especially the last few weeks. You can see it uh, on on some of the guys' faces. They're just starting to lose lose function. You know, I mean, and and just stupidity. It's really just classless stupidity from them. I mean, especially the run defense has been terrible. You can run all over this team. I think uh, the last three weeks are giving up the most yards per carry in a game uh, in the the league right now, and 30th in in opponents' rush yards per game. So hello, Christian McCaffrey, another uh, possible touchdown for you. Yeah, I like the 49ers. I like them big. Uh, I'd probably say 49ers by two or three scores here in this game. And take the
1: minus seven. Yeah, I, I definitely lean. If you want to take a side, you would do that. I, I do like the under a lot in this game. Um, this is another this is another nugget from Brandon Anderson. Uh, Thanksgiving night unders. Uh, you know, since we've had the night game mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, they are eleven and five all time uh, on Thanksgiving night game unders. You know, again, big meal early in the day, running a little slow at night. <laughs> uh, and like I said, just to go along with you mentioned about Seattle's defense has been their offense, they're averaging. 14.3 points per game over the or sorry, the three games they played against them last year against San Francisco, they averaged 14.3 points per game. And the regular season uh, game between these two, the highest scoring of the two games in the regular season was 34 points uh to for the total. Um and, and I just think that this also is a primetime under. Um yes. So 25 and eight primetime unders this year. That is 76 percent. Um, Seattle has just been bad, so I'm going to take the under in this one too. Because again, Geno still might be hurt. Geno's probably not going to be 100 for this game, so right. he might start and he might get. You know, if he's if he's not able to actually be productive, you're going to get Drew Lock in this one. So I just got to worry about picks. Pick six is yes. for the over in that case.
0: Right. Well, you remember San Francisco also lost Hufanga in the secondary, so yeah. maybe they won't be as strong. he uh, Really, Hufanga is more of a, a run stopper anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's a ball hawk. Yes, but. He he's really great against the run, so you know you maybe Seattle tries to find a void there. I don't know. Uh finally Black Friday. Let's go to it. Our first one. It's Sauce versus Tyreek. I mean, it's going to be a blast with that matchup. But we get Miami at the Jets. Man, I just don't know if you can get a worse situation than the Jets. I mean, I I've been saying it for a couple weeks, and I know Lou isn't here to defend himself, but look how Sala can keep going and and keep saying what he said for the last few weeks. And, and now, and now, uh, and now Wilson is, is benched and we're going Tim Boyle, Middletown, Connecticut, Xavier high school. God love it. Again, another Xavier high school quarterback coming in. That's fantastic. Tim Boyle going to get the start against the dolphins. Matt, this is a 10 point spread over unders 41. Again, another This is a home divisional dog getting 10 points against a Miami team that, man, felt like they could have scored a lot more points against the Raiders. Tell me what is happening in this game that makes you say side or total?
1: I mean, look, this line, when it opened up, was seven, seven and a half for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me Zach Wilson is worth anything for the line. Like, we're not going to downgrade – Tim Boyle would have to be the worst statistical quarterback over the last two seasons to be a downgrade from Zach Wilson. <laughs> so I don't understand the line move going towards Tim Boyle. Zach Wilson's as bad as it gets. I'm taking the jets here. I think I got, Ooh. I think you got to take the jets plus 10. I mean, the reason that they came off the list is like a no bet game is, is because of Zach Wilson and not to mention with how low the total is in this game. You're looking at a total of 41 right now. We look, Love taking a 10-point a dog, uh, dog again, give out the I'll give out the trend of the dogs. Um, divisional dogs in uh low total games are great. So this is just for dogs in general. Under 42 uh are 34, 21, and two this year, around 60 percent. Uh and like so this falls under that 42 number. So I am gonna take the Jets here in a Black Friday disaster of a game. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to watch it because i to be at work and it's not gonna be on Amazon Prime only. Um, it's just a nightmare. Uh, but I think you got to tell, you, I think this might be too many points for a Jets defense that can hopefully slow down Miami's offense, which Miami hasn't been scoring at their historic rate over the past few weeks. Nope. Nope. I agree with you. That
0: Three o'clock start, by the way, like a very yeah. weird start. Like, I don't know what they're doing here. Maybe they wanted people to get their shopping in before they went. I don't know. Uh, yeah. This one's tough. Obviously, like the 10 kind of screams at you, but. I feel like Miami could pop off as crazy as this sounds. I like the under in this game. And that sounds crazy because I know that the Jets offense is, is really bad, but Miami's offense is outstanding. It could pop off any moment, but I look at some of the trends as well. The last six meetings between these two teams, the under over under is split, it's three and three. But if you actually look at those games, Five of the last six meetings have featured only one team getting to 20 points. So to me, and a lot of those cases, especially last year, if you look at the end of the year, last year, they played to an 11 to six game and and Miami's and Miami was just as good. um, You know, on offense then also the weather is going to be pretty windy in the Meadowlands, 48 degrees, winds, 10 to 15 miles an hour. This would be my under the weather play if we could use it on the regular show. Uh, But Miami Taking it under on them is really brutal, but if you look at the last few weeks, the Raiders, the Chiefs, people are starting to kind of figure this team out a little bit and how to play them, uh, especially with Tyreek Hill, who still looks a little nicked up. Mm-hmm. A-Chan looks a little nicked up. I agree with you, the Jets plus 10, but just in case it doesn't happen and Tim Boyle can't score and it's a 31-3 to game, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I- I'm sorry, I'm going to take the under 41.
1: Well, I say I think that there's definitely a scenario there that we could both win. If You're under hit, my my cover should hit, and again, I would think <laughs> I would think vice versa. So
0: I agree, I agree. Um, any money line that you like here?
1: Um, no. Like, what I would do? Uh, I, well, I, you're gonna sprinkle a little bit of Washington. I think Washington as a standalone mm-hmm. money line play is probably worth a shekel at uh, plus four fifty five. I mean. Let's oh, have a little cool. bit of let's have a little bit of fun there, kids. Let's get some dessert. Uh, but I would really like a Thanksgiving Day teaser. Yes. I think you would agree. A San Fran Detroit, Detroit. teaser. Yep. You get one and a half for Detroit, and, and just basically an outright win, uh, half a point for San Francisco. I, I think that's the way that we're, we're going this week, this uh, this Thanksgiving.
0: Completely agree. Detroit San Francisco teaser feels like pumpkin pie to me with a little whipped cream on top. No question about that. Uh okay. Awesome! Very cool. That's your whole Thanksgiving gamut as we go through. Again, f- favorite Thanksgiving food is what? the
1: mashed potatoes. If they're done right, it's always the mashed potatoes. I'm still not I'm an Irish boy. The potatoes can't go wrong. With it. They got to be done really nicely, but it's they're my favorite for sure.
0: Who cooks the potatoes in your house? Being having like that Irish feel to it.
1: Uh, I mean, I I handle it if I need, you know, when, it's, when it <laughs> I mean. comes to it. When like if I'm put in charge of the mashed potatoes, like I'm always willing to to bear that sword. But again, I, I we kind of just bring some appetizers down depending on where we're going since we're not hosting. But I make the mashed potatoes for Friendsgiving. that's for sure.
0: Oh yes, very true. Sad I won't be able to make it there this year. I'm a big green bean casserole guy with the little onion straws on there. I like that.
1: It is fantastic. It's it's that it's definitely that food. That is a Thanksgiving food. You don't eat it any other time of the year. And if we're talking about those, I I will agree with you. That is the way to go. I mean, but again, the stuffing you can also never really have enough of.
0: I'm a little nervous that I'm not going to get my my Friday leftover sandwich with me traveling to one place then going to another. But we shall see.
1: You're going to need to pack one for the road trip. You yes, in a, in a in a ziploc bag.
0: 11 o'clock at night when I'm leaving, I'll be like sneaking into this guy's fridge. (laughs) Like, okay, my new cousin, this is who I am. Uh, (laughs) That's it for this episode of the Sunday card Thanksgiving edition. Thank you to Matty Ice uh, for his analysis. He is always the best. Thank you, sir. We will see you for Friday's show of week number 12. Can you believe it? And we'll have... Five picks, no buys for anybody this week, so we got a full gamut of NFL football over the weekend. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening. Get the picks on X on Thursday morning. We'll post them 11.30 a.m. or just listen to the show because that's what you're supposed to do on Spotify and Apple on Google. We'll see you for week 12 on Friday on another edition of the Sunday Card. The Sunday Card Podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zimpano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to The Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at SportsCountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season, at the Card. And remember... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.